with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. Like many, my concern for this nation and the direction it's going is very serious. However, my hope in Jesus Christ is stronger than ever. Our God specializes in the realm of the impossible being made possible. Our God is awesome. That's our focus today. My heart is filled with passion and fervency for his church to be all he has destined us to be according to his holy word. With all that's taking place in this world, the heart of Jesus, I believe, is focused on his church, that through us, the gospel would be proclaimed in power and authority, that his love would shake this world, that all would see the reason for his coming in the first place, according to John. 316 that says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. As we read through the book of Acts, we see how Jesus used his church, his preachers, his servant leaders to turn the world upside down. Listen to what is written in Scripture about his church with the understanding that these things are relevant today just as they were when they were first spoken. Matthew 16, verses 15 through 19 says this, He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Listen also to what it says in Ephesians 1, verses 22 and 23. And he put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. 
And also in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, it says, Now therefore you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Verse 20 says, Having been built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the Spirit. With all of these promises and countless more in regards to his church, we should be reminded that we do not need to create or manufacture an atmosphere of worship through natural means. In fact, that isn't worship. As it is written in Ephesians 2, we are the household of God, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets. Christ Jesus himself is the cornerstone. He is fitting us together as we grow into a holy temple in the Lord. You know, 1 Corinthians chapter 6, beginning with verse 17, it says, But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does is outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body? Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your own? For you were bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I think of a song we often sang. It says, I love him, I love him, because he first loved me and purchased my salvation on Calvary's tree. Or the lyrics from verse 2 of My Jesus, I Love Thee, that says, I love thee because thou hast first loved me and purchased my pardon on Calvary's tree. I love thee for wearing the thorns on thy brow. If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. The fact that we have been bought with such a high price means that we are set apart. We see it in God's covenant with Abraham that is fulfilled through Isaac, where God said, Take your son, your only son, meaning the only son of the promise, as Abraham was instructed to take him up the mountain in Genesis 22. See, even though Ishmael was his firstborn, he was a product of man's attempt to fulfill God's plan through natural means, rather than waiting on the Lord and watching his plan fall into place supernaturally as we walk in obedience before him. As a follower of Jesus, may we never become used to the joy and privilege of being his church, his bride, along with the overwhelming honor that he invites us to take part in kingdom work. Be reminded of what we read in 1 Corinthians 6.17, But he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. As each new day begins, may we always be in awe of Jesus, our King, and his saving grace. I'm thinking of Paul's approach to the gospel, the manifold wisdom of God. He names the source of our boldness and his imploring of other servants to not lose heart. That's found in Ephesians 3 verses 8 through 13. This brings such inspiration and great awe as we think of our great God and Savior. He wrote, To me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles the uncertainty 
unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God, who created all things through Jesus Christ, to the intent that now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in heavenly places, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. What a powerful word. We are so unworthy of the grace of God, his love and his mercy, along with our calling to preach the unsearchable riches of Christ. Yet according to his plan and design, he has ordained his church to make known the manifold wisdom of God, the mystery which from the beginning of the ages was hidden in God, which is now being offered to the Gentiles, which is a reference to all sinners, that through Christ they are invited to have fellowship with God through full admittance into his church that they too will lead others to salvation and make disciples for his glory. As verse 11 says, according to the eternal purpose which he accomplished in Christ Jesus our Lord. It is through his strength, as it is written in Philippians 4.13, that we are enabled to preach with boldness in the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Again, it's not of ourselves. Yet not only to men, as Jesus demonstrates his power in and through his church, his manifold wisdom is made known to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. The manifold wisdom of God. This is a great and awesome way his divine wisdom is manifested down through the ages, which includes welcoming the Gentiles to partake of salvation. Our God is truly awesome. The redeeming grace made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places, I believe is a reference that angels don't have first-hand knowledge of this great blessing. Something that was referenced in 1 Peter 1.12, things which angels desire to look into. This truly is another demonstration that our God is awesome. And as we wrap this up for today, it says in verse 13, Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. As Paul wrote, I want to encourage you to not lose heart in your own personal tribulations. And even with all the turmoil and evil that's spiraling out of control in our nation and our world, do not lose heart. This is the reason God has called and equipped us for such a time as this. Jesus is still the answer. He is all we need. Our God is awesome. Let's pray. Father, I lift up every every called and yielded servant, those who are committed in their heart to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world, to share the manifold wisdom of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray for their ministries. We pray for their family. We pray, Lord God, that you would pour out your blessings. Help us, Lord, to continue to shine your light, share your love, and bring your truth in this world because we know that Jesus is the only answer, and we praise you, Lord, 
for coming and for sacrificing your life so that we could live eternally. We ask you, O Lord, to help us to not lose heart, but that we would stand on your word and proclaim the gospel with boldness, with confidence, with love and power, all for your glory. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart. Boom.